0: hallelujah thank you Lord come on isn't God good isn't the Lord good you see I know it's not about me I I can't do nothing without the Holy Spirit and that's just the way I wait on the Lord I'm just waiting on him is that okay amen I know we have prepared messages and we have what we, we believe the Lord would have us to say but I just want to hear what the Lord would say amen because he has a specific word for you amen Amen. He has a specific word for you, and I just want to know what the Lord, what's on the heart of God. I, listen, my prayer is that I don't speak anything that God would want me not to speak, or or, or leave out anything that he would want me to speak. Amen. I just want to do what Jesus did. Jesus was the personification of faith. He said, I only see and do what my Father does. That's faith simplified. Doing the word of God, doing everything that God's word tells you, that's faith simplified. Listen, studying the word, doing the word, listen, and reaping the benefits of the word of God. Amen. That's faith. Amen. In his will. Amen. In his will. Amen. Not in ours, but in his will. Amen. And that's what faith is. The Lord gave me a word, and the word was faith, our greatest asset. Come on, faith, our greatest asset. There's no other asset greater than your faith, amen. Listen, they say diamonds and gold and platinum. They even say metalin. You know what's in my skin? It's worth. I found out it trades for $350 uh, a gram. That's amazing. They're making some synthetic melanin, whatever. But anyway, but listen, faith is our greatest asset. Listen, you couldn't trade faith, amen, because people couldn't purchase it. Y'all didn't hear me. Listen, they couldn't trade. They couldn't trade on the Dow or the stock market because no one would have enough money to purchase it. Just that, listen, just that measure of faith that you have. The Bible says to every man is given a measure of faith. Just that measure of faith that you have on the inside of you. There's nothing more valuable than it. The Bible lets us know that it's impossible. It's impossible to please God without it. It's impossible. You can't be born again without faith because you got to believe that he is who he says he is. Amen. And that he can forgive you of your sin. Amen. So today we're going to be briefly talking about faith, our greatest asset. Amen. The Bible says, and uh, he, thank you, uh, praise team. I appreciate you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! You may have your seats. Come on. Woo, man. Thank the Lord. The Bible says in Hebrews eleven six, it says, But without faith it's impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen? See, before we can dive into the message of faith, we need to get an understanding of what faith is. You know, wherever we see the words faith or believe in the New Testament, they're usually a translation from the original Greek word pistis. The noun form of the word pistis is usually translated as faith. And the verb form pistou is translated as believe. The ordinary uh, definition of faith and believe imply intellectual agreement with an idea or accepting something as truth. But pistis means more than that as used in the Bible. It also implies trust in and reliance on God or Christ. Surrender of our will. So you mean I got to surrender my will? in order to walk in faith with God? Come on, yeah, you have to because a lot of times what the enemy does, I tell people all the time, the enemy is very visual. So he paints a, a, a picture and sometimes it could be horrific, amen? And see, you got to be able to submit your will to God to be able to trust him through the ser- times and the situations and the circumstances that you're going through. All those elements are present in any mention of faith or believe in the New Testament, but from the context, we can often see that some of the elements are emphasized. Unfortunately, there are no words in the English language that can capture the full meaning of the original pistis or pistou. So we're stuck with the often inadequate word faith or, uh, and believe. So it's, 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 listen, faith goes far more than we can ever think or ever imagine. Amen. It consists of more than what we can think or imagine. Amen. You know, there are many examples of faith in the Bible, but I want to touch on uh, uh, one woman right now. I had, I, I, I kind of feel the Holy Spirit and I know where I need to go. And this woman was in, uh, let's go. Well, man, I mean, I'm just, I'm sitting there. It's like, I'm so much stuff is just coming down, down the pipe. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. You know, uh, uh. I've been praying. I've been asking God. I've been praying for this church. I don't know how many people have experienced this lately for unexpected income and unexpected debt cancellation. I've been praying about those things. And uh, I, I, I got some I got I got a little testimony. You know, I've been praying and and all of a sudden, you know, in the morning time, after I drop my my daughter off to school around 740, I drive Uber until I go to work. And, and I've just been praying for unexpected income. You know, I get a lot of tips. People are writing Uber about me and, and the, the worship music I'm praying and all those different things. But all of a sudden, on the screen, popped up $500. And, and, and I'm like, oh, hold up. So I call Uber, right? I said, man, I got $500 that popped up on my screen. And they said, it's a reward. Come on, you ought to get excited about that. It said it's an appreciation award for $500, amen? And then not only that, my wife looked on her account. It was another $600 in, in her account. Listen, if God did it for me, he'll do it for you. I'm talking about faith, amen, in action, amen? I'm believing God for unexpected income, unexpected debt cancellation. But not only that, see, here it is. There, and many times we're asking God for things, but then we have faith violations, Amen. See, so we can't ask God for something and then violate. See, I'm asking God for unexpected income, but I'm a tither as well. I'm a giver as well. Amen. Amen. And see, so the Lord is saying there are people here with sickness in their body. Right. For instance, there could be somebody in here with with diabetes. Right. And you're believing God for your healing, but yet you're still eating candy and sweets. That's a faith violation. Amen. So in in, in order to receive from God, listen, we got to begin to we have to do our part as well. That's just a commercial. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Amen. But listen, and, and, and so many people find themselves year in and year after saying, I'm believing God, I'm believing God. I remember Pop Hagen, he said one time he was in a, in, in a revival and people were being healed. People were being healed all over the place. And this is probably in the early 40s or 50s. And there was a man in a wheelchair. And he, and he asked the man in a wheelchair, he said, he said, do you believe the Lord will heal you? And the man said, I believe in him in one day. And Pop Hagan was very bold. He said, well, I don't believe you're going to get healed. Hey, listen, faith is now. Yeah. Come on, faith is now. You gotta grab a hold to faith. Faith is now. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Right. The sun will come out tomorrow is in Annie. <laughs> faith is now. The Bible says in Luke 8 48, could you put that on the screen? Hallelujah. It says in Luke 8 48, it says, Now there was a woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage. For uh, 12 years she had endured much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and she was no better but grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in a crowd and touched his cloak for she said if I but touch his clothes I will be made well. Immediately, her hemorrhage stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Immediately aware that power, remember that, immediately virtue, power had gone forth from him. Jesus turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said to him, see, they, they, just, they just couldn't get it. He said, you see the crowd, they tell him, Jesus, you see all these people around you, amen, pressing on you. How can you say who touched me? He looked all around to see who had done it, but the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Now, I want you to know this woman had tried everything she had. Now, many of you have found yourself in predicaments where we go to everybody else but God. I've been there where I've tried everything but God, and then God seemingly became the last resort. Amen? But how many of you know that if she had found him first, she would have never spent all that she had? Amen. If she had located him first, she would have still had something. And see, I can talk about it because I've been there. I remember being in a tough, in a, I mean, a, I was in a squeeze. Amen. And I was, I was going to get something from this one and something from that one. And all I had to do was trust God from the beginning. And somewhere along the line, there's a disconnect. Amen. And what we have to do is locate that disconnect and we have to get back connected to the source. Amen. Because why didn't she, listen, I mean, it might have been Jesus' first time to her town. I don't know, but she tried everything, and I believe the doctors knew they couldn't heal her. They just was give, taking her money. You know, I know I know some people that claim to be believers and, and and that go to see soothsayers, or well, I mean the palm readers. You know, I know a woman even today that still goes to see them. Amen. And, and you know, but I, what I want to tell you today is that your faith, amen. Can, can, can take you places where your money can't. Amen. Your faith can take you places. I've been places where my money couldn't get me in. Amen. And see, many of us, we put faith in our faith, and that's not good. And what I mean by that, what do you mean by that, Pastor Tim? Well, okay, you've got a great education, and God's been blessing you. And so then you ride it out. You can get caught up on riding out on the stuff you have other than God. And I don't want to ever get to that place again because I've been there where I had a little of something. Amen. But when I lost all of that something, then what did I have? I still had him and I still had faith. But sometimes we, we what God will allow us to do is allow us to take a look at our insides and see. He already knows what's on the inside of us, but he'll allow us to see Amen, what's on the inside of us. And I began to take a look on the inside and I didn't like everything that I saw. I saw some things that I was depending on, amen, other than God, amen. And he, 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 it, I was treated like the church of Laodicea because he loved me, amen. He told the church of Laodicea, he said, listen, I speak you out of my mouth because you're neither cold nor hot. You're lukewarm, amen. That was a church, amen. the La- church of Laodicea from the outside looked like a great church. Amen. They had all the stuff. They had the accolades. They had the degrees. They had the money. But the Bible says that they were lukewarm. Amen. They were lukewarm in their faith. They were lukewarm. But although they had assets, they didn't have the the most valuable and greatest asset. Amen. The Bible says, listen, one thing about them, they had they had wit, but they didn't have wisdom. Amen. They had stuff, but they really didn't have faith. Amen. Because they put their faith in the things that they had. So he said, listen, he said, you're naked. Then he told them to close themselves. And many a times what, what, what happened is when stuff gets removed out of your life, you'll begin to see who you are and what, and, 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 and what uh, 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 God really means to you. Amen. When all that stuff is gone and then you can really see if you've been living by faith or by your stuff. The story of the woman with the hemorrhage also has a lesson. If we approach God with humility and put our confidence and trust in him, instead of in worldly things, our faith will be enabled. Our spiritual healing and salvation, not only does it enable us to overcome, it also touches God when we place our trust and faith in Christ. It pleases him. uh, It makes him well pleased with us. Faith is the only way that any of us can have a relationship with Christ. There's no other way. The Bible says that in order to come, To him, we have to believe that he exists in the book of Romans. Uh, It also states that he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So that tells me when I'm diligently seeking God, he will reward me. Amen. There's a reward for my faith. Amen. The Bible says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, for the conviction of things not seen. Christ is what we hope for. Jesus is what we we what is to be seen. Faith is the promise of God that gives us the hope and the confidence so we can receive, act on, obey, and trust in God's promises because God is sovereign and trustworthy. We can trust God for the future because we can see what he's done in the past. Amen. And when you look at the past and you can see where God has brought you from, I know, listen, if you guys knew me 25 years ago, you would never recognize the man that's before you. I, 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 maybe third, yeah, somewhere 25, 30 years ago, you know, God has far removed me. The stench, the stench of that stuff is not on me any longer. But, but I thank God by faith, amen. I, I mean, he brought me a long way. He brought me out of a lot of stuff, amen. Man, I, 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 I you know, hey, c- can, can you go to uh, uh, Second Chronicles 16? Man, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Second Chronicles sixteen. Let me pull it up. We're still talking about faith, our greatest asset. But you know, the Lord, I, I was I was just talking about a disconnect, and I I, I want to I, I know when there I want to show you guys what a disconnect looks like, Amen. From faith, where God has been blessing you, you've been trusting God for victories. You get victory after victory, and all of a sudden, there's that one time you don't trust Him. And we need to figure out what is that 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 thing, Amen, that would cause us not to trust God, Amen. Let me get it. Hallelujah. Come on, say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good, man. Faith, our greatest asset. Again, there's no other asset greater than your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. I got all these gadgets up here (laughs) because I don't want to be flipping pages, so I got two tablets here the whole night. The Bible says in the sixth and thirteenth year of the reign of Asa Bashar, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah to the intent that he might let none go out or come in to into, uh, King Asa of Judah. Then Asa brought out silver and gold out of the treasuries of the house of the Lord and, out of, uh, and of the king's house and sent to ben Benhadah, king of Syria, that dwelled in Damascus, saying... There is a league between me and you as there was between my father and you and your father. Behold, I have sent you silver and gold. Go break your league with Bashar, king of Israel, that he may depart from me. And ben listened to King Asa and sent the captains of his armies against the cities of Israel. And they smote Ijon and Dan, and Abilalim, and all the store cities of Nepali. And it came to pass when Bashar heard at, uh, heard it, he left off building of Ramah and let his work cease. Then King Asa took all Judah and they carried away the stones of Ramah and the timber thereof with which Bashar was building. Let me skip down a little bit. Here it is. And Hananiah, and, and at that time Hananiah the seer came to King Asa uh, and said to him, because you have relied on king of, the king of Syria and not relied on the Lord your God, therefore, is the host of the king of Syria escaped out of your hand. Were not the Ethiopians and the Lubums a huge host with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you did not rely on the Lord, he delivered them into. Yet wait. well, Yet because you did rely on the Lord, he delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro to throughout the earth to show Himself strong on the behalf of them whose hearts are perfect toward Him. Now what happened here was. In prior in prior circumstances, Asa trusted God, Amen. But here's the disconnect: What caused him? What came on him this time, Amen, to cause him to go and and, and to empty out the treasures of the Lord and give it to some man to defend him, Amen? See, he had the greatest thing on his side; he had his faith. But what times we? Many times we try to use all faith that you know that that, that for new victories, Amen. See, you got to refresh. You have to, listen, faith is continuous. Amen? We walk in the word of God. We practice the word of God. Amen? So he was relying on old faith, and when that didn't work, he went to the arm of man. Amen? And many times you'll find yourself in debt and in many things because you've trusted not in God and in his assets, your faith. So we look at Asa, and he found himself in a bad situation, and, and it further goes on, and the Bible says that war will never leave you because of that one mistake that he's made. Thank God we live in the dispensation of grace, and we can run to him and say, Lord, forgive us. Amen. You can repent right now. There's some things that you might have done where you've, you've turned from God and you've not relied on him. You went ahead of him. You jumped ahead of the gun. You did what Saul did. Amen. He jumped ahead of the gun. Amen. And the anointing left Saul when he jumped ahead of the gun. Amen. And he went, he couldn't wait for the prophet to come. He went and did things his way. Amen. And many times we forget and we get anxious because we look at what the enemy puts in front of us. He, I told you again, he paints a, a vivid picture, amen, and sometimes it can seem horrific, but faith gives us the eyes of the sea. Faith will allow us to see God. Faith will allow us to see beyond our circumstances. Faith will allow us to see beyond our situations, amen. Faith in and of itself, is, it will not save you or empower you, It's the object of that faith that does it. The object of that faith is Jesus Christ as Lord. Faith means that we're committed to Christ. It's our faith that puts us in Christ and keeps us remaining in him. You know, uh, I I remember I was years ago, I was in a uh, AA meeting and there was a guy and he was talking about he uh, his girlfriend is his higher power. And, and, and I was sitting on my hands because I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to, you know, because they were already upset with me because when I went to those meetings, I would never say, hey, I'm Tim, an alcoholic. I would say, hey, I'm Tim, and I'm a grateful overcomer. And, and so they didn't like that, you know what I mean? They wanted me to in because, but I knew, I knew that, you know, who either sun son that sets free is free indeed. So I wasn't going to go in those meetings and say, hey, I'm Tim, and I'm an alcoholic because guess what? I'll have what I say. And I'll be dependent on those meetings, amen, and not God. And so one guy spoke up before I could say anything. He said, so you mean to tell me that this pen could be my high power? And the group said, yeah. I said, See, so it's, listen, listen. So it's the object of your faith, amen? See, you can have faith, but it's not, listen, that pen can't do anything for me, amen? That girlfriend can run and leave me. She can't do too much for me, amen? So it's the object of your faith, amen? We're talking about faith, your greatest asset, amen? And as a community of believers here at Relentless, it's our faith that will allow us to love one another, amen. It's our faith that will help us to overcome together, amen. It's our faith that will enable us, amen, to be able to take Springfield, Virginia, take, listen, to DMV for the, for the Lord, amen. You know, I get excited, man, because my mind is always going. I need to calm down sometimes, amen. Christianity is not based, or our faith is not based on fairy tales or superstition, but on fact and reality. Faith is not subjective based on feelings or personal ideas. Rather, it's substantive, based on fact and reality. Faith is based on knowledge given by God. Our faith is based on historical evidence, logical reasoning, the confidence in who God is, and valid testimonies. We have a wide body of knowledge. Our body is a collection of 66 books and written over 2,000 years ago. Amen? And the authors are real. When Peter got out the boat and walked on water, that was real, amen? See, a lot of times people think that stuff is fairy tales. I had somebody, a non nonbeliever, uh, uh, say to me today, he said, well, listen, I want to ask you about Adam and Eve. And uh, was it incest? So how do all those people get on earth, you know, from just Adam and Eve? Well, one thing I know, I'm not going to argue genealogies. I'm not going to get into it. The Bible tell, clearly states that. I'm not, and I, I mean, and, and, and you, there's a lot of theological explanations to that. But the one thing that I do is I have faith in the word of God. And I understand that the carnal mind is not going to understand the things of the spirit. I know wherever, wherever, how it happened, it happened. Amen. And I believe by faith that it happened. And that's why I'm here today. Amen. You see. So when we look, we look at the things that happened in the Bible. And and, and we see the supernatural hand of God move on the behalf of others. And see God move on behalf of people that believe. Amen. Guess what? We can have that same faith. The Bible says if you have faith, the size or such as a mustard seed. And hey, could you put that graphic up there of the mustard seed in the tree? You can speak to the mountain. How many of you got a mountain in your life? You got a mountain of sickness. You got a mountain of debt. You got a mountain of lack. You got a mountain of poverty. Amen. You got a mountain of anger. You got a mountain of fear. Whatever it is, you know you can speak to that by faith. What mountain do you have in your life? Look at the mustard seed. You can barely see it, but look what it grows into. Amen? See, and, it, and it's twofold. It's not just the size, but it's the resilience. Amen? It's the resilience of the mustard seed. So if you have the resilience, the endurance of the mustard seed, Abraham labored in faith until the promise of God began to come to pass. Noah was instructed to be in, build an ark because rain was coming. This man had never seen rain but he endured. He endured the ridicule. Amen. Some of you have been standing and waiting for God to work something out in your life. Amen. I'm telling you now, reach up and tie a new knot in faith. Amen. Don't give up on your prayers. Don't give up on your children. Don't give up on what you've been believing God for. He's a God that answers prayers. We're talking about faith, your greatest asset. Because we have confidence in God and his plan and his purpose for our lives, we can then act on faith. Faith is based on the faithfulness of our God and our Lord and not on our goodness. We're justified by faith. Amen. We live through faith. Our whole lives are built on faith. You know something the Lord shared with me? He said, don't you know that you're supernatural? We're like super... They're showing the Avengers in this theater. Guess what? we just as supernatural as the Avengers. Oh, this is real talk. Come on. Samson whipped up on about 10,000. Amen? I ain't see Iron Man do that yet. Come on. Peter walked on water. Man, I'm going to get ready to close it in now because... They are showing the Avengers here. (laughs) But what I wanted to say is this. There's no greater faith or there's no greater asset than your faith. And building community here, I want to point to the fact that our faith as a community is going to bring us closer together as we pray for one another. See, by faith, we pray for one another. God will begin to give us insight. You know, there are folk, you know, there are people praying for you here at Relentless. You know, I got a, I got a, my wife and I got a word that was so, so on point from one of our co-laborers here. I mean, it, it, it just it, 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 it increased my faith, you know, because it was in an area that I needed to hear God. I was just speaking to God about that very thing. And the woman of God heard the voice of the Lord and she shared it with my wife and she shared it with me. And I'm telling you, God is hearing your prayers. Listen, don't give up on the prayers that you've prayed, amen. Keep believing. Keep, listen, keep pressing in. Keep sowing seed in the ground, amen. Get seed in the ground. Get the seed of prayer. Get the seed of finance. Whatever it is that you need the Lord to deliver you from, amen. And let's grow as a community, amen, in faith and in love, amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Relentless DC podcast. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. For more information about Relentless DC, go to www.relentlessdc.com or facebook.com forward slash relentlessdc.